In this episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast, I share some of my high school freshman year biology knowledge, and Bill is unimpressed. I make up my own rules to our game while we're recording, and we take the first step in preparing your very own customized question bank. Hey, everybody. Brian Neal. And I'm Bill Kask. And we are here every week for your listening enjoyment. The Advanced Selling Podcast is here, released every Monday. And those of you who've been around for a while, we thank you. Those of you who are new, welcome to the party. Go to the LinkedIn group, Advanced Selling Podcast group, I should say, and join us there. It's a really, really great place to be. Lots of your friends, 11,000 of your fellow listeners sharing good ideas. Now you're getting ahead of yourself a little bit, but uh, about 10, 10, 4, 10, 5. Okay. You're rounding up yeah. to 11? Yeah. Okay. Good. Brian, today's podcast brought to you by PandaDoc. If you need help creating beautiful sales proposals, visit pandadoc.com forward slash ASP. And while you're there, download your copy of Elements of a Winning Sales Proposal. Also, great friends at Outreach.io. If you want to make your team a revenue-driving machine, you just need to go to Outreach.io slash ASP to learn more about them. So go do that, Outreach.io forward slash ASP. Bill, I was uh, driving yesterday with my, now my spouse, by the time this hits the mm-hmm, airwaves mm-hmm. of two weeks. And uh, occasionally, I don't know if this ever happens to you, do you get help from the passenger seat Absolutely. with your significant other? Absolutely. So I was don't ask uh, me to go into turning at a, at, a, at a light, so the light turned green, and, and I didn't hear what she said. And, I, and she's laughing. I'm like, what'd you say? She goes, I'm not going to tell you. And I'm like, what? She goes, I, I don't want to say. I'm like, you have to, you have to now, say. Now you, you have can't, to. Yeah, all right. She said, well, I was going to tell you that the light was green because I was the first one in line and the light turned green and I was just sitting there. And she said, you were just sitting there and I was waiting for you to go. Then I realized you were turning left and you were actually waiting for all the traffic to pass by coming the other way before I turned left, which is a good driving move. Yeah, you're supposed to wait for the oncoming traffic before you turn left. So I just said, hey, I really, really appreciate your help and your driving advice. No, you didn't. I did. And I said, you can please keep it coming. You're still newly (laughs) Just make sure that you're right when you actually (laughs) hop in and tell me how to drive. So That's right. Anywho. That's better better than go! Go! I got this. T-boned. Appreciate the help. Yeah. Well, we had something that we talked about here last week, which was uh, motivation, and we talked about it in the context of discipline. And I had a a quote here, uh, not a quotation, but a stat. And let's see if I can find it. This comes from a a Harvard Business Review survey, and the article was titled, What is Work Anyway? In a 2013 survey of 12,000 professionals, half, half, said their job had no meaning, no significance. Wow. And an equal number were unable to relate to their company's mission. While another wow. poll of 230,000 employees in 140 com- uh, countries showed that only 13% of workers actually liked their jobs. A wow. recent poll among Brits revealed that as many as 37% think they have a job that is utterly useless. Wow. Now, What's think that of, from? That's yeah, crazy. Har- well, Har- wow. well, the first one was Harvard. The second one, uh, I don't know if they were all Harvard, but they all uh, legitimate uh, research companies. Point is that not only do you have to ask yourself the question, is this me? Am I one of the 50 or one of the 50? Uh, or, <laughs> exactly. And or what if your prospect is one of those? Oh, there's what if your a prospect topic. one that has no meaning, no significance. That's and you know you have to be careful about saying, well, yeah, but my prospects, they're all no. This this number is probably 
probably runs across the board. 50% felt like they had no meaning and significance. So it's a question you've got to ask yourself. And we talked about discipline and what's underneath the lack of discipline, and there might be something in there for you. That's too. crazy. That's really good. Yeah. I like that. Are you skipping lunch every day just so you have time to complete all the calls, emails, texts, and other sales touches you need to do to build your sales pipeline? Outreach.io, the leading sales engagement platform, supports sales reps and their managers by making it simple to humanize and personalize communication at scale, automating the soul-sucking manual work, and dramatically increasing the productivity and efficiency of all revenue-generating teams. You can check them out at outreach.io forward slash ASP to chat with them and receive a free copy of their new book. So tee us up, Mr. Neal. Okay, you ready? Uh, questions. Questions, questions. There are questions all over the place, aren't there? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's really, really important to be really, really good at asking questions to be a good, high-performing professional salesperson. And it's one of the lost arts of selling, I believe. And I think we've been so trained these days to be fast and hurry, get things done, and to stay surface and get all the information. We're so data-driven We ask lots of questions about data and facts, and we never go deep on them. So today's topic is the idea about giving you some questions that you can ask. Bill and I each wrote down four, what I'm going to guess are really good deep sales questions, that you can write these down. And then the last bit I'm going to tell you is you have to prepare for your sales calls by pulling this sheet out and reading it. Mm -hmm. You can't go in and wing these things, because by winging it these days, you're you're staying very intellectual- uh, that's so my clients are doing that a lot. I think it's getting worse. So really want to spend some time on being better question askers. So we're going to give you eight. So I call this a question bank when I do this with my clients. Mm-hmm. You'll have a nice little start to your question bank. Mm-hmm. And there might be more. There might be more that are specific to your industry, but yes. of course we wouldn't yeah, know yeah. that. Yeah, right. Uh, exactly. Yeah, I think so, so you talked about that real briefly about why is yeah. it that it's a lost art? Yeah. And you said that speed, this whole notion of, you know, people are busy, they don't have time to they don't have time to answer questions. I just don't think that's true. I just don't I mean, yeah. I, I agree that that's the case. Yeah. That's our belief, but I don't think that belief holds water. Agree. I think people Agree. want you to ask them so that they know that you understand their plight or their dilemma so that when you come back and propose something, it, it's relevant to them. No doubt. So, yeah. Amen. Uh, do you want to just alternate these? Yeah, sure. Okay. So I'll go first. Okay, please do. Uh, and, and I wouldn't say these are in particular, there's in no particular order, but I do think this first question probably comes somewhere in the first few minutes. And that is, I want to know from the prospect or the person I'm talking to, how did you get here? Mm. How did you get to this place where you are the VP of marketing or the VP of accounting or CFO or whatever? How did you get here? And and they will start to tell you their resume. Their, well, first I graduated from here, then I went here and I hated that and we went out of business. In one minute, they will give you a schematic of their life that will be helpful for you as you ask some of these further questions. Yeah, because right. it'll give you some background, some narrative, so I like the question of how did you get here? And I think you can, there's other questions from there, but I think that's a basic question is getting to know the person. And then what they're probably going to say is, well, how did, how did you get here? How did you get to exactly. this position? So Yeah, you've got to invite people's stories, and that's the, what you do. You get people to tell that's you the story. story. How did, so how did you take me through first? How yeah. did you get it? It's a wonderful way to start. Yeah. Uh, this is actually, this, uh, I've got this little bank of three questions kind of together because they're all very similar. Um, but these things will follow and can follow answers to questions. So think what I just said. So you can ask some question and then these three are follow-ups. I call this a plus one strategy. If you watch good interviewers, 
Barbara Walters, Dan Rather, Geraldo Rivera, these people, they always have another question coming. Mm-hmm. They're always ready, right? A good journalist is always ready. The questions are why, why not, and what if? Why, why not, and what if? So someone can tell you anything. Uh, yeah, we started doing a podcast 10 years ago. Oh, that's neat. And stop. Why not? Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's I not- said, so, so yeah. why, why did you start doing a podcast? Yeah. Or I could say, um, well, you know, what, what is it? It's a, yeah, once a week we do it. Well, why not do it three times a week? Or what if you did it five times a week? Or what if you had guests that, you know what I'm saying? You just explore things with those questions. Why, why not, what if? Those are plus one questions that typically follow answers. So this allows you to keep a line of questioning going as opposed to getting just stuck with one. Why, I, why not, what if? I would venture to say there's not one situation where you can't ask one of those. No. I, I, I mean, they're, they're why? Accurate. Now you might have to ask it, and you can't just keep going. Why? 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 Correct. But it might okay. be a different way to treat that. But yes. Yeah. I oh, like agree. So was that? Do you have three more? I, I have three more. Okay. That was so one. you got nine. I, I, That's interesting <laughs> the way you do nine. that. <laughs> we we <laughs> agree on four would've... each, and then he has some sub bullets. <laughs> well, this this family of questions has nine in it. This and, is a this is a. <laughs> but it's only it shrinks compared to the fourth question I have, what which those is things? a family Kingdom, of phylum, genus, class, species. Isn't that what? Remember that from uh, biology class? No, I do. Kingdom, not. genus, phylum, class, uh, class, species. So it'd be like a like it's an animal. Then it's a mammal, then it's a feline, then oh, it's a okay. cat. Okay, so you're narrowing. Then it's a leopard. Yeah. Is that what you're doing here to me? <laughs> okay, um, here's a. This is a very procedural question, but I think it's good, especially if the intention of the meeting is not clear. And that is, what are you hoping to accomplish at our meeting today? As a result of us getting together, however you want to put that, what are you hoping to accomplish today? I want to get the agenda on the table. Now, again, I know that we're probably, you're probably sending agendas in, uh, in advance. You might have even had a discussion with the prospect, so it's pretty mm-hmm. clear. Mm-hmm. If it's crystal clear, you probably wouldn't want to ask this yep. because it would be redundant. Yes. But a lot of times I find that even just asking the question, so what are you hoping to get out of today, brings up things that you never expected. Yep. And you just, because they might be in a different state of mind today than they were a week ago when the appointment was set. Really great. And I want to know where they are today. So that's a very process focused question, but I think it's critical. And, and, it. and also, I've got seven more. See, you here. can go ahead and No, one. I'm just kidding. I'm done. Go ahead. Back to Okay. Uh, this is an interesting one. And these people get a little squirrely about asking questions. Like are in this but bank. I want to know. This is just, this, this is one. Okay. One in this phylum. <laughs> I said, hey, if I, so if I hung out here, for a week and just observed everything, how would you feel about what I would see? How would you feel about what I would see? If I just stayed here for a week or if I watched the process, you can, again, you have to make it for your own business, you know? So if I just observed, if you sell big machinery or something like that, so if I just stayed and I watched the process run for a week, how would you feel about what I'm going to see here? And you might even uh, see, you know, would you, would you feel proud, embarrassed, hopeful, excited, nervous, whatever? Um, I want to get a sense for people self-reflecting on their own culture, their own environment, their own work processes, and things like that. And if you throw in that idea of how would you feel, you'll get an emotional response yeah, back. Yeah. People are like, oh, you know, I'd, I'd probably be sick to my stomach or, well, well why or whatever. So, so feel, what you're feel. looking for there is the feeling emotion. It's the emotion of feeling of yes. how, you would, how you would see things. You got so that's it. good. Yeah. That's good. Something different. So if you're like Brian or I and I, you've probably sent a sales proposal at some point and you've wondered if your prospect even saw it. Well, with PandaDoc, you'll no longer be left in the dark. PandaDoc can help you create, send, e-sign, and even track every proposal you send. 
The detailed document tracking allows you to see where deals are stuck by telling you how long your recipient spent on each page of your proposal. You can try PandaDoc for free for 14 days at pandadoc.com forward slash ASP. And while you're there, don't forget to download your free copy of Elements of a Winning Sales Proposal. That's pandadoc.com forward slash ASP. Uh, here's one thing, uh, and it's the one thing question. As oh, okay. you look out to your future in the next one to three years, what's one thing that's on your mind as it relates to blank or whatever? Mm. Like if you're selling accounting services, then you might say, as you look out to your future, Mr. CEO, Ms. CEO, what is the one thing that's on your mind when it comes to accounting and accounting practices and just the whole financial bookkeeping area? So just pick pick your genre in there, but what's the one thing you have on your mind as it relates to blank as you look out one to three years? So you get a little future pacing in there. Yes. You have them start to start to look out away from what they're doing today out to the future because I still believe that if we can be equally as involved in helping them accomplish their vision as we are in helping them relieve their current pain, I think we get paid a lot more and we think we help them a lot more. So one, it's the one thing question. And what's great about that is, you know, we do a lot of music trivia on the show. Well, we've now brought in our younger listeners because there's two song titles that are the one thing. One's by a band called Finger Eleven, which is a really great song, one of my okay. favorite songs. The other one is by One Direction. You oh, yeah. Guys? yeah. One Direction, One Thing. One. So yeah. just keep Bill in mind when you're <laughs> singing Finger Sing. Eleven or One Direction. Please okay, uh, next. Uh, I said... Uh, so if we flashed forward a year, two years, three years from now, we worked together, uh, how are we going to know that what we did worked or was successful? Just take me through what that's going to look like, feel like, smell like, all that jazz. And what I'm looking for them to do there is I'm looking for them to visualize the future and to say, boy, if this could be better, it would look like this. Here's what it would. Mm -hmm. And I want them to paint a real clear picture for me of what their successful outcome looks like so that I can decide whether or not I think I can you know, help them achieve Get that them or there. not. Yeah. yeah, one or the other. That's a great question. Do you do you yeah. run into people who struggle with that answer? Yeah. Yes, that's a that's a really good point, uh, which I think is makes it valuable. You know, I, our uh, friend Chris Stark, who we, we mm -hmm. both know, uh, used to say that he, he felt like he got judged more by the questions he asked and by the answers he gave, which I think is a good thing. I don't know if he made that up or stole it, but it sounds good. I always give him credit. Sounds pretty good for him, but <laughs> really? we'll go with it. Yeah, it's a... I think a very valuable question because it makes someone think. And if they don't have an immediate answer, it's like, whoa, that's a good question. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Think about that. Yeah, it's kind of like the question that let's imagine that you're one. It's we're out one year. Yeah. And and you're ex, you've you're you've ex, you're experiencing a different world because of the work that we did. What kind of world are you experiencing? Very I love good. the question. I always feel like, okay, now am am I asking that because I'm searching for something? Or because I really want to know how they see things in the future, how they envision things. Yeah, I don't think I'm ever searching for something. Okay, you mean you mean searching like hope they say yeah. this? Yeah, no, yeah. I think never. Okay, never think that. Okay, well that would be a tip then, along yes. with that question, is make yes. sure you don't ask it with the uh, yeah yeah with the intention to get a certain answer. Yeah, definitely right. not. Don't do that. Uh, this is you've heard this question before, but I do like the notion of once someone establishes or envisions their future one to three years out, and they start talking about their business or their success in future terms. 
I just like to ask the what what do you what have been some of the roadblocks that you've experienced in accomplishing that? Mm. I want to ask it in past tense though. I don't necessarily want to say, well, what roadblocks do you see? Because we don't we're unable to see the roadblocks. So unless they've really done a lot of thought around it, I want to know in the past when you've had similar goals and vision. What kind of roadblocks have you seen? Have you Love experienced? It. Have you witnessed? Have you tried to get around? And that's going to help me see how they how they deal with roadblocks, whether they're even honest with me. Oh no, we never have any roadblocks around here. It's yeah. always clear sailing to the next vision. <laughs> exactly. Okay, that's good. So um and I heard one the other day. Do you have one more? I have one more. Okay, do this one, and then I'll I'll tell you one that I thought of while you were speaking. So my last one? Yeah. But you went ahead and added one? Okay. I went ahead and added one, but you've had yeah, go ahead. Uh, this last one, and this is actually like a subject, but you can actually ask it directly, is you need to ask personal impact questions. And you can say that a thousand different ways, but I do want to know how does whatever we're doing impact this person's career, their life, their income, their salary, their promotability, their, uh, just their own personal performance. I just want to know what kind of skin they have in the game here. And again, you can ask it a thousand different ways. Instead, of, you, you could say, how does this affect you personally? That's, you know, it's a little tight, I think, for me. I'd rather loosen it up a little bit and say, so so how, how, so how we get done with this and this thing works, what's that? What do, what's in it for you there? Or what, what, what do you got going? You know, How's it going to impact you? A lot of different ways. I'm a little it's babbly, good. but it's good. thanks for saving me. <laughs> it's good. Uh, Shut up. It sounds awful. So the last one here is, um, is something I heard the other day, and I, th- I don't think it fits every business, but it fits our business when we're calling on people, and it might fit some of our listeners, and that is I want to know Everybody's business is changing today. There, there's nobody, if there's a thousand people in the room and you say, okay, how many of your businesses are undergoing massive changes? Yeah. Everybody yeah. in the right. blasted room yep. will raise their hand. So the question is, when there is change, there is also need for reinvention. Mm. Not necessarily new logos. I'm not talking about that. Just reinvention, reinvention of our message, reinvention of our market, reinvention of how our sales professionals sell and communicate and engage people, reinvention of our social media strategy. So there's a constant reinvention going on. And if you're in a business where that's the case, I might want to know from the prospect, are you seeing a need to reinvent your business in any way? And if so, where do you see those things happening? Mm. Where do you see the reinvention happening? He or she may say in a different area than what you're talking about, which is fine, but I still like to know that. But every business is undergoing this today, and I think if you ask it, you will get some really valuable dialogue going. That's right. very good. Yeah. So how many, well, we gave him like 15 yeah, questions yeah. there, didn't we? Jeez, yeah, five, five, really, really good. Came so. good. <laughs> good. 24 Hey, if you, uh, if you want us to come visit you, just send us an email. There's more to it than just sending us an email, but at least we'll start talking to you about it. Put it in the subject line, come see us. Uh, we've been on the road. We will continue to be on the road. Now's the time to book for summer and fall. Uh, you have a sales retreat, national sales meeting launch, product launch, anything like that. Really great treat. You'll see that your people, the, if you talk to any of our clients that have hired us to do this outside, they would tell you, must do that. So send us an email. We'll start to process and have some uh, conversation with you. Awesome. And that's it. See you next time. Awesome. See you. Bye. Bye.